the reason for you should the reason you should be thankful that's of a certain thankful is being filled with gratitude indebted obligation and beholding it comes with expression gratitude and relief appreciation what someone has done for you but it seems like we can show gratitude and appreciation to everybody but the right one and that's the almighty god through jesus christ you need to get in a habit of just thanking god for being the god of love and kindness and tender mercy you thank god for his long suffering with you to change your ways thank god for his grace that you did not deserve but he gave to you daily uh, but i thank god for all that he have done for me because when he saved me i was a wretch undone and I, I, I did things that was not right, but you know, you do things thinking you're right, and you know, you, and you be wrong all the time. But I just thank God for his mercy that he give me each and every day. I thank Jesus for being with me through my sickness and through my pains, through my sorrow. I just thank him for everything. Because if it had not been for him, I would not have been here today. The first topic is the grace of God. Um, it is definitely God unmerges favor and some things you receive but did not earn. You did not deserve it, wasn't worthy of it, but because of the love for mankind, he found in his heart to give you the best that he had, and that was Jesus Christ, your Savior. You better learn how to thank God for his amazing grace he gave you the activities of your limbs and all of your parts of working order. In Matthews 1, 23, I didn't bring my Bible. Oh, look at my thing and get my Bible, Sister Bean. Thank you, dear.
in Matthew's, the first chapter and the tw 20 to 23rd verse. It reads, But while he brought on those things, behold the angels, while he brought on those things, the angels, behold the angels of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thy son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, and that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sin. Now all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child, and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is being interpreted as God with us. So we know that the Holy Ghost was God. And Jesus was a Mary conceived a son, and we call him Jesus. Then I thank God that for his grace because of the grace of God we are still here. God love us. I really can't see that. God love us so much that he sent his son sent us some help. We could not stop sinning. We thought everything we did was alright. And our help was Jesus. But behold, a virgin will child and bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Jesus. Jesus came to save us from our sin. We had to we need to thank God for his grace. We were not a people of God. We were just we were Gentiles. We worshiped everything but God. We did everything we thought that we could do, whether it was good or bad. We didn't even think about it. We were just out there in the world doing our thing. And through all of that, God took care of us. Every time we got up, we thought we was doing things on our own. but. If, we, if God hadn't have been with us and taken care of us, we could not have breathed. We'd have still been laying there. He had to shake us every time we get up to let us know it's time to get up. We ain't doing nothing on our own. We can't do nothing on our own. Without Jesus, we can't do nothing. And when we come on this side to be saved, we have to learn how to depend on him and learn how to give him thanks for everything. We should thank God every morning we get up. We should thank him at noon because he let us stay here to that time. We should thank him at night before we go to bed. We just need to thank him and let him know we appreciate everything that he has done for us. Um, 
and they shall, well, I read that. We need to thank God for his grace. We were not the peoples of God, we were Gentiles. We worship everything but God. I read that. We were not his chosen. The Jesus were, the Jews were the chosen people. I thank God for Jesus and all that he has done for me. And I thank him for the saving, for saving me. I thank him for healing me. I thank him, thank God for all the miracles that he did in my life. After I was saved, Jesus did his first miracle when I broke out with a rash. No, the doctors didn't know what it was. The people on the job didn't know what it was. They sent me to their doctor. They didn't know what it was. But every time I came out in the air, something breathed on me. Like the wind blowed, and wherever it touched, it broke out. If I had on long sleeves, it broke out from my sleeve to my hand. On the back of my hand, I put some camphor neat on it and rubbed it in, and it turned black. But them bumps were still there. So they gave me an itching pill. I took the itching pill till I got to the last one, and then I said, I was eating breakfast, and I said, Lord, I got one more pill to take, and I'm still itching. I tell you, I had to get in the bathtub and lay in the bathtub where it was cold at for my back to stop itching. But when I got up, he said, this day I will heal you. I jumped up from that table and I hollered, Mama, God said he going to heal me. She said, girl, God ain't talking to you. I said, yes, he is. I left that pill there. Went on to work. At 10 o'clock, all them bumps had disappeared off of me. And I know I, I had got baptized then. And I knew then I was on the right road. Because God was really, truly taking care of me. And I knew he was taking care of me. I didn't think he was taking care I was doing it myself. And so when I got to work and my friend Benny, I said, she went to the bathroom with me, and I, we pulled off my shirt and everything, and everything was clear. Me and her was in there shouting, jumping up and down. So I said, we better go back to work before we get fired, you know. But I, we were so excited. Um, in the... We did nothing to earn grace. We did not deserve it. We all came short of the glory of God because we were living, we were sinners and we were living in sin. And God, he, he had to save us. And that's why he sent Jesus down so Jesus could save us from our sins. And, um, The, uh, uh, John chapter 1, verse 1 through 17. 
In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and everything was made by God. You, me, and everything in the world. Jesus was the light of the world, but we did not want that light. We lack darkness, so we just keep on sinning and sinning and sinning. Jesus is saying, sinners, don't let the harvest pass you by. That harvest is when Jesus come to you, and he speak to you and tell you to come in, and you ignore him. You let it go on in one ear and come out the other. But that harvest might pass by, and you can't get saved. So it's best for you to listen when Jesus called you, because he is calling you out of the world. Because the world will try to keep you there until he can kill you. And you know who's going to kill you, that is the devil. So when Jesus calls you, open up your heart and listen. Open up. So when he knocks at that door, open that door up so he can come in. Because he said, I'm at the door and I'm knocking. He want to come in. He want to come in and be with you. He want to take you on to heaven. But if you don't let him in, he's not going to take you to heaven. The devil going to still be fighting you, making you think you're doing good. And you ain't thinking you're pretty, thinking you're handsome. And you can do without God. But you can't ever do without God. Because you need God everywhere you go. And, but the devil, he wants you to stay in the darkness. Um, you don't know the hour or day that when your time is up. We can be here today and gone tomorrow. Uh, we can leave here tonight or when we walk out that door. Some people have laid down in church and died. They didn't know they were going to die, but they didn't get up. They came to church. They were the church. And church wasn't even over, and, and they just laid out. And that was the Gospel Lighthouse, the man who just died right there in church. So you don't know where your time is. So it's best for you to live right. Try to live holy because God tells us to be holy because he is holy. But if we don't try to be holy like God, we are not going to heaven. And we don't want to go to hell. So why not try to be holy? Try to get along with your sisters and brothers. Because if you don't get along with your sisters and brothers, then you ain't going to heaven. You can't love God and mistreat, we mistreat each other. God ain't in that. So if, if you want to, if you want to go to heaven, you got to learn how to love. Let the love of God that flow through your heart through the Holy Ghost. You got the Holy Ghost, you're supposed to love. There ain't no hatred. And it ain't no lack, I lack her. No, you got to love her. Because it ain't no lacks at all. 
So if we intend to go to heaven, we got to work on ourselves so we can go. I'm not just talking about y'all. I'm talking about me, too. Because I know I can get mad in a second. Woo. And when I get real mad, woo, I have to go off to myself because I be things be going through my mind. So, you know, but I don't let them come out, but they be there. So I know I got to work on myself. So, because I want to go to heaven, I don't want to be lost. And uh, Jesus, we got to repent and follow that light. The light is Jesus. He is your savior. And we need to come to Jesus while we have a chance. I am so grateful for all he done for me and all that he is doing for Mercy Ministry because he is truly blessing Mercy Ministry. We are here and we are mercy ministry. When we walk out that door, we still supposed to be mercy ministry. That's the way we act in here. That's the way we supposed to act out there in the world. So somebody can see something in us that they might want to come over here and visit to see what's really going on in this church. When I first got saved, I was going everywhere. In my old church, they told me not to come back no more. Because every time I went there, I told them about being baptized in the name of Jesus. Somebody left. And then this lady walked up to me. And she said, look, Peter, don't come back over here no more. I said, my name ain't Peter. I didn't think about the Bible name then, you know. And I said, my name ain't no Peter. You know me. She said, you acting like my soul. I said, well, I'm going to come back when everybody get ready. And so I just left it at that. But it was a long time before I went back, though. And I was, our next topic is goodness and mercy of God. The mercy of God that we have not been consumed because it comes compassion, fail not, if he had not been merciful, we would not have been, we would have been destroyed. Mercy is a love that responds to human needs in an unexpected or unmerged way. You don't deserve it, nor did you did anything to earn it, but God gave it. And 23rd number Psalms. I will read it to you. I know everybody know it. I try to uh, put everything, some between everything. All the bookmarks I had, I couldn't find them. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley shall of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thy prayers the table before me in the presence of my enemy. Thy anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I picked this particular 
stripped you because um, when I was smoking and I, was, I, I got this book in the mail and it showed me my lungs. And these lungs in this mail, this book were black. And that was in 1976. So I cried and I prayed and I kept on smoking. Then I wrote the 23rd number songs out and put it in my bosom. And I would go to work every day and then when I want the cigarette, I take it out. And I said, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. I put it back in. On, not on a, December the 31st, 1976, I had bought five packets of cigarettes because it took me a month and a half to do them five. So I wasn't really a heavy smoker, but you know. So on December 31st, 1976, was the last cigarette I smoked. I, on uh, January the 1st, 2nd, and 3rd, I didn't smoke at all. I would go to work on them two days, and it was hard because I kept on trying not to smoke. But I was drinking the water, the juice, and everything to clean my inside out. After I did all that, I, I read a cigarette, I run to the bathroom and take the little paper out and I read it and then I run back and go to work and I, and I work a while and they say, you sure is going to the bathroom a lot. I said, that's all that juice I'm drinking. <laughs> I didn't tell them I was going in there and read. So I went to the break room and they was throwing smoke everywhere. That smoke was passing by me, I could smell it. I had never smelled the smoke after I started smoking. I could smell it, and then I said, Lord, I thank you that this cigarette smoke ain't bothering me. Said, I, I read this scripture every time I've wanted a cigarette, and I drink. I drink so much juice and water that when I walk, I could hear it. <laughs> I'm telling you, I was in bad shape. I could hear it when I walked. <laughs> and sometimes I hold my stomach so it wouldn't be moving, you know. But that, that book said drink plenty of juice and water, and that's what I did. And, I, and in them three days, I stopped smoking. I have never had a cigarette from that day to this. And, and that was a hard thing for me to do. Because the people that I worked for at first, they were going to buy me a big present if I stopped smoking. Because her husband had stopped, so he won't. But I just could not try it. I just couldn't. I couldn't. But Lord have mercy. After I kept reading and reading and reading, I finally ended up not smoking. And I have not smoked since. In, after I would read Psalms 121, when I got home every night and every morning, and I read 139, and, and them scriptures helped me. And I tell anybody when they're trying to stop smoking what to do and what to read. God, deliver me from the cigarettes. 
And in uh, Psalms um, 1.18, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, because his mercy endures forever. I say that all the time, and I mean it. I give God thanks. Your grace and your mercy brought me through. We 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 live in this moment because of you. I just want to thank you and praise you for grace and mercy. Grace and mercy brought me through. It's a good thing to give thanks to the Lord. And the next, and our next, uh, am I too long, Sister Turn? I quit now. The next one is uh, salvation of God for your life. Um, God's salvation is to deliver you from harm, wrong, and loose of your soul at the hands of the enemy. And you know who the enemy is. It is the devil. It's, it's, God, it's God's deliverance from sin, and it's consequent God's salvation bring us redemption. Through his amazing grace, because of his love and kindness, which all was paid at the price of his son's life, Jesus Christ. You need to thank God for his plan of salvation. The plan of salvation to me is repentance, water baptism in Jesus' name, and being filled with the Holy Ghost. I, to me, that is the plan. When you get all of this, you got salvation. Because God give you salvation. You don't work for it. He give it to you. But you got to work to keep it. Don't think you get the Holy Ghost and you walk around here and do what you want to do. No, it don't work like that. You got to listen to God and let him talk to you. God will tell you what to do. When the Holy Ghost comes, it ain't something that you just sit there and just, talk, tongue, and all that. When the Holy Ghost come, it got fire, and it'll move you. It'll move your feet. It'll have you dancing. It'll have you singing and humming. You be at home, and you go to thinking about God, and you go to singing and humming to yourself. You, you just don't sit and think that the Holy Ghost is just, I got it, that's it. No, that's not it. God, the Holy Ghost moves you, and it moves you in the right way. It talks to you, and it tells you if you're right, if you're wrong. When I say that because the, uh, God, I got angry at the church. Now, I wasn't at the church, but I was at home. But the pastor and his family was over for dinner. And they all sit down and got they I had cooked a good dinner and everything, and they sit down, ate. The wife never did eat. She filled her plate up huge. I said, ooh, that lady sure eat a lot. When, she, when everybody got to, she got up, emptied the food in the garbage. 
didn't even eat it, didn't taste it or nothing. Boy, and I was looking, I was steaming. My mama was saying, don't say nothing, don't say nothing. I sit there. And after my mama went in her room, I got on that phone and I called that lady. And the line was busy. I called her again, and the line wasn't busy. And the phone rang. And when the phone rang, the Spirit of the Lord slapped me and knocked me to the floor. And I was laying down there on the floor and couldn't get up, and I was crying because I wanted to get to that phone. I was crying and crying and crying. And then, all of a sudden, I stopped crying. And when I stopped crying, I just laid there. And then I said, thank you, Jesus. He saved me from making a fool out of myself and from be departing from him. Because if I had to did what I planned on did, honey, I would still probably be out there. They said it'd take you a long time to get back. I might have done got back by now, but I tell you, don't disobey God. Don't act no fool now. Because God will whoop you. And you won't even see a hand or nothing, but you know you being whooped. And I know I was being whooped. I, I ain't did that no more. Never. I just hold my peace. But sometimes I get mad and want to go off, but I, I just don't. But I don't stay mad long. After a while, I'll be all right. I was, um, I am so thankful that God found me and gave me to Jesus. I was lost and couldn't find my way. One while I thought I was saved and I was not saved. Today I say I'm saved and tomorrow I be asking myself, is you really saved? And when they told me about, when I heard the water baptism on the radio, one time, didn't hear it no more. I heard, I went and asked the pastor, he said, oh, you already got the Holy Ghost. I said, I have? I said, I keep acting the same way. He said, well, you just need to uh, start trying to do better. I said, oh. So I went on. I couldn't find nothing. Then when I did hear it again, it was with Elder Bean. And I went with him, I got baptized the same night that he did. He got baptized at 7.30, and I got baptized at 11. They said that they, would, they had the clothes if I wanted, I wanted. And I got baptized, and I've been here, and that was in 83. I've been working ever since. I've been trying to stay with the Lord. And I, I, I just thank him for his salvation. It said, um, in Psalms 27 and 1, the Lord is my might and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Whom shall I be afraid? I heard this scripture, but I didn't, I heard it, but I didn't know it come out of the Bible. We had a big choir. We were singing this song, this song, The Lord is my life and my salvation. And these girls just fell out in the floor, and I was looking down at them. What's wrong with them? They had heard about being baptized in Jesus' name. And when this song came on, I guess it must have convicted They just fell out. And then later on, I found it in the Bible. 
the Lord is my light. And it's a pretty song. And I was glad when I, Jesus found me because I, I had wanted to be saved, but I just didn't know how. And ever since that I've been in holiness, then I, I went from one church to another. I started out in Progressive. I went to the House of Prayer. I went to Gospel Lighthouse. Now I'm in Mercy Ministry. But look like Mercy Ministry is where I'm going to be staying for the rest of my life. Sometimes the walk in holiness is hard because you be with people you think is holy and then you find out that they ain't. You know, because they can mistreat you and talk to you any kind of way. But that's not of God. When I was in House of Prayer, oh, he talked about us bad. So I left there. And Larry said, why are you going to keep running? I said, I'm running till I find what I'm looking for. I just kept on going. Next thing I know, he was where I was. I looked over at him and I said, hey, son. And then I was accused of taking all of the people away from the church. But I didn't take them away from the church. I left, and they came behind me. When they found out where I was, they came. Because they were tired, too, you know. So, but God... He is a good God. In um, Titus 2 and 11, for the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men. And in uh, Acts 4 and 12, it said, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. So you know, if you don't come through Jesus, you ain't gonna be saved. Because Jesus said, I am the light. I am the truth. Any man comes to the Father has to come by me. So you know, you can't go to God and leave Jesus out. You gotta tell, talk to Jesus. You got to let him know what you want. And then Jesus talked to the Father. But the Father, you got to go to Jesus first. So don't lean to your own understanding. Acknowledge God in all your ways so he can direct your path. Because you can't, the path you take won't be right. Because you got to be in the righteousness of God. And because we all, all of us have sinned and come short of the glory of God. So it ain't no big use and no little use. But we all got to go through the same thing. And Sister Turner, I didn't get to the saving blood. I didn't get that far. So.
I will take the cup of salvation and call upon his name. Call upon the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows unto the Lord. Now, in the presence of all his people, I will pay my vows. I will praise the Lord. I give him honor. And I thank him for all he had done for me. I hope that I did good to the Lord. Not to y'all, but to the Lord. <laughs> because that's who I got the answer to, is him. And I told him, please, Lord, help me so I won't make you ashamed. So, and I thank you. 